0: Garage sales were a fixture of my childhood summers in rural northern Michigan. We might be going to the lake, or out on a cherry-picking expedition, or over to the larger town to the west for the stores we didn't have. But the sight of a garage sale sign would almost always result in the car pulling off to the side of the road for an investigation into what was available for cheap. My dad was often looking for bicycles he could repair, refurbish, and then reselled down by the road for a few extra bucks in his pocket. Where other people saw only a dirty and rusty old bike, he saw the quality that was hidden under the grime and could be restored. The goal was always a good deal. I cannot recall anyone ever paying more than the asking price or trying to haggle the price up. It was what garage sales were about. So it may come as something of a surprise to us to discover that God never acts this way. God never looks for deals, but always pays the true value. As Solomon says in Proverbs, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. No thumb on the scale here, thank you very much. If God were to go garage-sailing, he would be the only one saying things like, Sir, you have this chainsaw price for $10, but I assure you it's worth every penny of 75 Let me pay you 75 God's joyful insistence on paying the true value for things is on full display in today's feast. Fallen humanity isn't much to look at either. Yet our Lord pours out his life to redeem us. And it's not the case that he is naive, a sucker or rube to be taken advantage of, Similar to my dad's ability to appraise the value of an old bike, his is the clear eye of the Creator, who knows exactly what he made each of us to be, and therefore exactly what we are worth. On the cross, like balance true, he counts out that shocking price in drop after drop of his precious blood. Christ chose the prodigality of the cross so that our worth would never be in question. The devil would love to convince us of our worthlessness. But our Lord sets before our eyes his shameful death to reassure us that, however grave our offenses, he will always be willing to pay the price to heal us because he sees the saint he intends us to become, clothed with glory in his heaven forever. God has faith in us, and this is cause for hope. But the journey to our heavenly home is long and tiring and we may find ourselves in the position of the Israelites in the first reading, our patience worn thin as we complain about what God has ordained for our sanctification, food, brothers and family, political situation or work, the aridity of our daily routine or the wretched sameness of our struggles with deep-rooted habitual sin. When we find ourselves murmuring in this way, When our life feels like a garage sale full of worthless junk, let us again go to the foot of the cross and gaze upon the bronze serpent of Jesus' divine humanity. Let us marvel as he counts out the infinite price of redemption. Beholding him lifted up for our salvation, let us discover his love and be transformed into the person he sees us to be. Setting before our eyes the true Moses who never takes our insolent complaints to heart but always prays for us, let us contemplate this mysterious God who seeks to win our soul through his outward love. Tasting the sweetness of his regard, let us take up our own crosses with gratitude and pray for those who offend against us, dying the little daily deaths that unite us to Christ and allow him to live in us, making each of us the saint he longs for us to be.